Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is another episode of the All Things Black Podcast with your host, Mr. Black Ovation. Listen, I know a lot of you guys like games. I know a lot of you guys like to find ways to improve your credit. We're going to be talking about that today. I have with me today a very special guest by the name of Al Jones. Al Jones is very accomplished. So I'm going to kind of, in my own way, try to introduce him to you guys. And whatever I mess up on, hopefully he'll be able to, he'll be able to straighten it out. Al Jones is actually an author. He is also a game developer. He has written a book. I believe it's entitled Excellent Credit and how to establish good credit is the name of the book i believe al is that correct uh, my journey from bad to excellent. there we go there we, that's what i was looking for <laughs> thank you thank you al. i definitely appreciate that but basically he's his journey in that book uh, and, and we'll get into a little bit more detail about it uh, was going from not so good credit to excellent credit that book now is available you can definitely pick it up i believe it's amazon al will explain a little bit more of that to you and a little bit more about Al. Al also has a game called Lyrics Guru. Now that's something we'll definitely have to get into for those for those of you that like to play games and stuff like that. Man, I would definitely uh, get into it and look it up. Like I say, you know, we'll get into a lot more of that as we continue on in the conversation. Al is also a military veteran, and we definitely want to thank you for everything that you've done for the country. And he currently resides in Arizona. I used to live in Arizona and I loved it. And Al also does a talk show, I believe. Is that correct? Is that correct, Al? Yeah, it's a show and advice column called Confessions from the Quarantine. It's on Facebook Live and on the show. What I do is I'm dressed as a priest. So I'm kind of dating kind of dating myself. So if you've ever watched Saturday Night Live and seen the character Father Guido Sarducci. Well, Father now Father Gu- Father Guido Sarducci with a cigar meets Dear Abby. And <laughs> what I do is I get the daily problems from people. They send them to me, and then in return, I provide a common sense solution to them. Perfect. So with with, with my you know some semi semi good introduction, what I'm going to do here <laughs> is I'm I'm going to I'm going to allow Al, which is which is something that I've been traditionally doing on my show because I let, I let people know that I'm of the mindset that nobody can talk about themselves better than themselves so what I'm going to do at this point I, I'm going to allow you to introduce yourself to the public to the listeners and let them know just a little bit more about what you do and you know and stuff like that so the stage is yours my friend go right ahead greetings I am Al Jones a personal finance author and game developer I'm a current resident and native of Phoenix, Arizona. After years of making poor financial decisions and thinking it was the norm, I decided to take action, make a change in my life, and document the process along the way. I'm here now with a perfect 850 FICO score and ready to share my story with you and your guests, and actually you and your and your listeners. Perfect. I like it. I like it. You see, that's why I do that. You know what I mean? Because because, again, people know exactly what it is that they want to accomplish, what they want to talk about. So I'm like, go ahead and have the floor, man. Go right. Because I've never could have done it. You know, the justice that, that, that you did. But anyway, welcome, Al. 
I thank you for definitely showing up on the on the show and wanting to lend your expertise on how to go about, you know, from bad credit to great, excellent credit, and also dive into a little bit about your development portion of the, you know, of, of, of your game. So let's let's kind of get into it. Give us a give us a, a, a little background as to what got you started or what motivated you and that what that journey looked like when you began to write the book what 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 did that actually look like what is you know what 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 was that process and what what got you there okay what got me there was in june we'll say junior high seventh and eighth grade my mother and father had split years prior and we're living with my siblings and I were living with their mother. And what was happening was back then, back, this is back in the, the 70s, the late 70s or so, bill collectors were calling our home on a regular basis. And back then, collection agencies were brutal. They would call you at the crazy hours of the yes. night. Yes. Yeah. You, you know, you need to pay this. You need to pay this. Well, mom was out working multiple jobs. Sister was out doing her thing. Brother was out riding bicycles with his friends. Well, somebody had to take care of the house, so might as well be me. So uh, <laughs> at that time, what was happening, again, bill collectors were calling the, calling the house, demanding payment, and I pick up the phone. They start screaming at me, saying, you know, your mom needs to do X, Y, and Z. And, I, of course, as a little kid, I would get a little misty-eyed and start crying and not making it too obvious. And I was just frightened initially wondering why are these people you know being so mean to me why are they saying these things about my mother and shortly after it occurred to me that okay maybe it was something that she did so in order to play little superman i tried to save the house you know save my little area mm -hmm. and i started negotiating settlement payments for my mother, the bill collectors would call and say, you know, she should do X, Y, and Z. Then I said, okay, for example, Mr. Smith, what type of information do you need from me? So I would write all the information down. They'd hang up. Mom gets home a little later. I give mom a list of people that called. Mom, Mr. Smith called. He's asking for X, Y, and Z. Well, I don't have, you know, that amount. Okay. Can you pay? You know, what can you pay? Well, I can pay this. So she goes to work. You know, the next day or so, Mr. Smith calls back again. Hey, Mr. Smith. Hey, this is uh, Alton. You know, this is Alton. And I did relay your message. I'm a little kid, you know, seventh, eighth grade. You know, I did receive your message. And my mother said she will pay, you know, X amount. Is this okay? And then after a while, once they noticed that, you know, here's this little kid, but he's being responsible and relaying the information, then they started to tone it down a bit. So I started negotiating settlement for my mom and eventually it went away to, you know, to some degree they didn't call as much. So I had thought that that was the norm. Bill collector is supposed to be calling you just like, you know, good times, you know, TV show, living in the hardship. So that's the struggle. So fast forward a few years later, you know, you're going to school, going to college and, student loans that fell into the same thing, you know, get a credit card and suddenly, Hey, I'm taking all my friends out for pizza and lunch. And Spiritual. after a while, that stuff starts catching up with you. Oh yeah. And you follow the same cycle. 
And fast forward a few years later, after multiple divorces, <laughs> multiple you know identity theft issues, blah, 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 I got to a point to where I said, this is getting old. This is getting real weak. And I decided to document the process of having bad credit to get excellent credit. I read multiple books, multiple CDs I listened to, multiple DVDs I watched, and the majority of them that were out there, for example, the books, three, four hundred pages. Well, if you complete three, four hundred pages of this, then suddenly your credit is going to be just spectacular. No. And same thing with the DVDs and CDs. Typically, once you get past a chapter, for me at least, I said, this is crazy. So what I wanted to do was to write a book, a chapter in length, because that's how much my brain at the time could handle. So the first book I put out was a, a chapter in length, but it was too technical. Go to this website, call this phone number, do this. The challenge when you do that is that after your book is published, if the website goes down, if they change the phone number, you're, you're out of luck. So this new book that I've got out now, My Journey from Bad to Excellent Credit, which is on Amazon, paperback, Kindle, and audiobook, is more of a narrative in the process. So again, it's a narrative storyline of going from having bad credit to getting up towards 850. At the time of publishing the print version, I think I had 846, 848 or so. So I got the 850 after the printed version was already out. So here I be. Got it. Got it. Uh, so a couple of questions with that. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask the, the, the second question first, and then I'm gonna go back to the first initial question that I had. So, so you, you talked about the book. And you said originally when you started out, it was too technical. So it was too mechanical. So on this one, you're just basically talking about your journey, right? You're talking about your journey and what you did step by step, you know, something like that instead of saying, okay, well, you know, you know, go over here, you know, go to this website or write this letter and that kind of stuff. So you just, so you just basically just give them a story about what you did. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Same, about the same length. The book's about the same length, you know, cha- a standard chapter per se, 50 some odd pages in length. God, that's not bad at all. That's like a yeah. quick, that's like a quick read. Yeah. 40, 45 minute read or so. Oh yeah, definitely. So the, the, the initial question that I had when you were talking about, you know, your upbringing and mom having to work two jobs and stuff like that, did you happen to mention your age at, 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 at the, at the time where you were trying to negotiate with the, the creditors, you know, that were calling your mom about the debt? Uh, that was seventh, whatever grade you are in seventh and eighth grade. So maybe early teens or so. Interesting. Okay. So, so a little man trying to make, 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 trying, big trying to make it happen. Uh, watching <laughs> good times. Like, okay, this is the That's a big deal though. Cause I think that gave you a pretty good foundation, you know, moving forward, you know, when you got, you know, into adulthood and stuff like that. And, you know, even though you, you know, got into the credit card game, like most of us did, you could, you know, recall and say, well, wait a minute, this is what I did with mom. So let me go ahead and, you know, factor that in and into my own life and start to make better decisions and start to, you know, find a way to fix my own credit uh, issues. So I, th- so I think that's, I think that's actually pretty good. 
So, so you got a book on Amazon, and you said paperback, right? Yeah, it's a, got a paperback all on Amazon, a paperback version, a Kindle version. So Kindle version, okay. As well as an audio book. Pretty, ins- pretty inexpensive book? Yeah. The book is six eighty nine print. Kindle, I think, is three eighty nine, and depending on what you're subscribed to, I think the audio book is a few a few bucks. Might even be free. I think depending on what you've got set up with that, Amazon. That sounds about right. When when did you publish that? By the way, I published the book in 2017, the print version of it. Perfect. Perfect. And have you found that people that have purchased your book have fared pretty well with, you know, your story? Do they, do they kind of resonate with what you had to go through and uh, the different yes, steps and stuff yes, like I that? Believe, I believe so. And within the book, I have, it's a, has work, it has a workbook integrated in it. So nice. after each chapter, you've got these sections of reflection. So you read something within the book, read a chapter in the book and you can kind of make your own notes and that way you can share your notes with someone if you want to pass the book on to nice. someone else nice that was it that was actually my next question <laughs> so you took it you took it right <laughs> I'm, away I'm from right me. Inside your head. <laughs> you took it you took it away from me it, are there are there any kind of videos or anything that you would do in can't find the word right now, but have you done any kind of videos or anything like that talking about the book or, you know, like either kind of promotionally or kind of, you know, kind of reading the book? Uh, well, well, let me ask this question. I did see on, uh, I think it was either your website or another page while I was doing some research on you where you did an audio version uh, of the book. I think it was, is that correct? Yeah. I did an audio version of the book and on Amazon, I created a teaser about the the book, kind of brief synopsis of the book. But what I've been r- really busy with lately is there is a service called Podmatch, P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H, and they're not paying me to say this, <laughs> but I use this every called Podmatch. Right. And what you do is you go on, you create your own, you create a profile, and you match almost like a dating service-ish. Uh, where you go in, you create your profile, and you have these certain keywords, you know, personal finance, uh, self-improvement. And what you do is you match your profile with podcast shows that are looking for someone that meets your profile. So lately right. I've been pretty much getting booked, and that's how I met you, yes. getting booked about once a week. Yes. Great. Tell the story. That's, that's, that's good information. That's, that's really good information. That's great to hear. On that, I've used that service, and like I said, that's how you and I interacted with each other. I think it's actually a great service. Neither I'm not getting paid for for promotion of this either. <laughs> right. Just to be totally, uh, you know, upfront. So with the with the book, is there going to be a part two? Is there going to anything you're going to expound upon, or are you going to leave things as it is, or do something a little bit different? And with the engagement that you've been getting on, on Podmatch, uh, stuff like that. Is it going to be like a continuation or anything like that with the book? The continuation, in addition to me posting the confirmation page, you know, as an FYI, showing the actual report, actually the score from one of the credit bureaus, Experian, showing 850. What I'm doing now is I'm 
working on getting booked for public speaking gigs where you will do the nice. uh, seminars, you'll do a session, actually like a session speaker at workshops across the globe and whatnot. So I'm interested in getting stuff like that set up. Perfect. Perfect. I like it. I like, I definitely like it because I mean, uh, day and age that we live in, I mean, but nowadays a lot of people are a little bit more savvy and kind of a little bit more adamant about making sure that their credit is, is up to par, you know? So I think that's actually a, you know, a pretty good fit with people, you know, looking to, you know, branch out and make sure they have, you know, either, you know, somewhat good credit or perfect or excellent credit. So I think that, I think, you know, that is going to be, you know, really, 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 really good addition to that. I'm going to make sure that people know about it as well. I'm going to make sure we promote that heavily, you know, to, to, uh, you know, to kind of help you out, stuff like that. But yeah, man, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely dig it. I like it. And the other thing I think would be kind of cool is to work with educational institutions to help them write financial literacy curriculums for their school, like high schools and yeah, whatnot. Would, yeah. That'd be cool. So I think actually, yeah, I think that'd actually be a great idea. I'm working with a couple of people right now, a, a, a doctor of holistic health and uh, he was in, the, he's still in the educational field and he talks about a okay. lot of stuff like that. So I may even see if I can reach out to him just to see, be interested in doing something like that. Okay. Yeah, definitely, man. Any, any little thing helps. Definitely. Let's, let's, let's continue on. Cause I'm really interested to hear the story behind this, uh, this, uh, game that you developed. <laughs> All right. So for the listeners, again, Al Jones, we just got through talking about his book on his journey from not so good credit to excellent credit. And now we're going to kind of talk about his game that he developed and the game the name of the game i believe is called lyrics you ready for family fun so al then you're ready give us the backdrop on that what was the basis of the idea Uh, how did that come about was it something that and you know you and the family got together and you guys were just going to what kind of music uh is it is it kind of like karaoke uh what 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 is what is that all about all right so lyrics guru it came it came about from my childhood and my father's diverse music selection. He had some R&B, he had some soft rock, you know, 70s, you know, average white band, Barcades, I mean, just a whole wide variety of LPs. I'm dating nah, it, so. you, You're talking the good stuff now. You're right. <laughs> talking the good stuff. Yeah, so he had a, a wide variety of uh, LPs in his music collection and being, you know, at home, by myself a lot i would sit around and open up the lp that put it on the turntable and read the lyrics the songs of the 70s most of the time they had a good story so i would open up the lp jacket and read the stories for the songs and that really encouraged me to want to read to figure out what was the basis behind the music um you know, the stories behind me, that kind of stuff. So fast forward to adulthood, I had wanted to bring that to life. How could I 
share my love of music, my love of lyrics to or with the world. So did some research and said, you know what? Hey, I could develop a game app. So started my own company, Al Jones Corporation. And what we did is we developed the song lyrics trivia game, Lyrics Guru. And in the Lyrics Guru game, what happens is in the app, for example, and the app is available on Google Play, is also available on the App Store, so Android and iOS. Perfect. And yep. the app, what you get is a list of categories. For example, rock and roll. Okay, this is one of the categories. And then you select rock and roll category, and then we'll give you a list of four words, cat, dog, run, and step, you know, off the top of my head. And the player will have eight seconds to guess which one of the four words is found within the lyrics of the song. So if you selected step, you know, don't step on my blue suede shoes, yeah. then you would get that correct. The object is to get eight correct within each category. Then you've got to get eight categories completed to be the lyrics guru. So in summary, that's what the game is about. Uh, we were on Shark Tank. Uh, we yeah, were on I was going to ask you about that. The casting call for Shark Tank and got a chance to meet uh, Meta World Peace. He was the group immediately in front of us. They were pitching the product, um, butter, the Buttercloth shirt. So if you search on mm -hmm. YouTube or yep. Meta and the Buttercloth shirt, we're the group right behind him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, yeah. That was, that was, that was the next thing I was going to ask you about was the uh, experience on the Shark Tank, one of the Shark Tank ep uh, episodes. Th and that that had to be an incredible uh, feeling. So, so at that point, you were actually trying to see whether or not if you can get some kind of funding or 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 you know get more. I, I guess you would say promotion, you know, behind the app and stuff like that, right? Uh, for that one, I got notification about. The, the Shark Tank casting call, that's when you there's this insanely long line and people are doing the initial pitch. If you're selected, then you actually you're on the show. So when I was with Meta, you know, we were they were doing their initial pitch. But anyway, on the Shark Tank casting call, what I had wanted to do was to pitch them a licensing a licensing deal. And I specifically wanted to talk with Mr. Wonderful. So if you've ever watched the show, there's a guy on there that goes by Mr. Wonderful. So his thing is licensing deals. So I didn't need the going in. I didn't need the money. All I wanted to do was a straight licensing deal. Well, what they would do is they would license the Lyrics Guru brand to create a Lyrics Guru TV, TV game show to rival Beat Shazam. Because Beat wow. Shazam, what they've got is okay. they'll play some music and you're supposed to do some kind of guessing or whatever on that show. With ours, ours is strictly lyrics. That is that is it. So it's, it's a word game. So the beauty of the Lyrics Guru game is there's no copyright protection, per se, on song titles. And with the four random words... <clears throat> <laughs> there's no copyright protection on that. So they don't have to worry about if someone would go into the deal, 
they would not have to worry about having to pay for uh, the usage of an audio track. And I think that's why Beach Shazam was short-lived because after a while, if you keep playing all these tracks, then you're going to have to keep shelling out money again and again. Yeah, you got to pay the royalties and stuff like that, licensing licensing fees. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So with ours, ours is a strict word game, and we had all kind of stuff we wanted to tie in with it. But, hey, it is what it is. We went there, I went in and didn't need any money. So minutes before we go, I, you know, go in and make my pitch, had all my stuff there, they pulled us aside and said, okay, before you go in, you have to ask for money. It's like, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I'm, I'm racking my brain. Okay, okay, okay. Money. What, what you know, advertising. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go in. I'm saying to myself, okay, I'll ask for $5,000. And I thought, ow, really? You're going to go in the Shark Tank and ask these millionaires and billionaires and whatnot for 5Gs? Really? It wouldn't have been so worth said, the time. Oh, scratch that. Yeah. Then I thought, okay, okay, add, an, add a couple of more zeros. How about 50000 Ow, come on now. 50000 you could you know, put a second mortgage on your crib. For 50000 Nah, don't ask him for that. So then I thought, all right, 500000 So uh, I pitched that I needed you know, 500000 uh, for marketing. But I, I really did not need the money. But I was, th- was thinking that a strict licensing deal, yeah. if Mr. Wonderful – took the content and it was for that a license deal just a matter of making a couple of calls making a couple of emails so it's no major work mm-hmm. that whoever would pick up the deal would have to do make some calls uh, send some emails and say, hey we've got a a brand the lyrics guru brand that we could license to create a game show we don't have to pay any music royalties and the brand is has a registered trademark in the u.s as well as international, China, Mexico, and so on. So it was a sweet deal, I thought. But, you know, they didn't take the bait. So I keep rolling. Yeah, those guys are in it to make money, you know, uh, significantly, significantly, you know, significantly, you know, a significant amount of money without really doing a lot of work. So, you know, I mean, I I, I get it. I don't watch Shark Tank that that much, but I I understand the premise of the show. Incredible, man. I mean, you, 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 you got some nice stories there and, and you're giving, giving us some context on why you're doing what you're doing and why the, you know, the game and the book exists. So I definitely appreciate all of that. Is there a card form or some type of other form of that game besides the digital form? Yeah. What we've got out now, we've got a playing card version of the game. When we initially created the playing card version, Actually, before we created the playing card version of the game, we had an app, the app, Google Play and App Store version. And we were at a, an event for those with disabled. So we were talking about the app. And then someone, ta- after the event was over, was kind of mingling around, someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, Al, when are you going to create something for those with disabilities? And I'm thinking, oh, wow. Oh, you're right. It's like, Okay, so uh, went back to the drawing board, and then what we decided to do is create a playing card version of the game for those that have issues with being colorblind. Yeah. So the playing card version that you will see on our website, www.lyricsguru.mobi, is a playing card version that has what they call color barrier free colors. So if you're colorblind, 
those colors within the playing card version of the game, those people with that issue can see those colors. So we created a playing card version of the game for those with color being colorblind, as well as we discovered that the game can be used for with seniors for cognitive rehabilitation and reminiscence therapy. You know, to kind of help them remind, so they'll play the game yeah. and they'll see, for example, the song title Blue Suede Shoes, and then they'll think, wow, okay, I remember when I was a kid and I listened, you know, to that song, and that way it'll help them to remember, you know, good and positive things that happened in their life to help them with their memory. That's so nice. we've got, okay, so we've got that as well as the game wheel, and that's the game wheel, that's what I took to the shark tank audition the game wheel it's a big spinning wheel yeah that has it has the uh wheel of fortune kind of look to it but more but upright and with that one what the host would do is it would spin the wheel and it would land on a category you know rock and roll and then you give them the song title and the word list and so on so that's what we've got now what we're really working on now is trying to connect with a music publishing company, the, um, you know, Maybach, you know, music publishing, so Sony and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And in the, in the game, the app, for example, what we would do is we would have the label as a category. So Warner, you know, Warner Chappelle, you know, would be one of the categories and many of the artists from the song titles from the Warner Chappelle label could be used for the game. We could also do one that is the singer songwriter specific. So let's say the Billy Joel's, the, the Michael Jackson, the Prince, you know, we would have a category for them and have this, all of their song titles under a specific category and people could play that way. So that's what we would really like to get into. Nice, and we're working nice. on that. And you, yeah, and you guys are working on that behind the scenes. Yeah. How much more difficult was it to develop the accessibility card portion of it? With that, what we had to do is we had to find agencies, nonprofits that cater to those that, to that market. So what we did is we created a, a general playing card deck. And then we set up meetings with each of these agencies and said, okay, this is what we would like to do. Shoot holes in it. Tell us what we need to change. Tell us what we need to fix as a beta test version of the playing card game. And then after they shot holes in it, then we created the, the final, the retail version of the game and put that out there. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. You're a busy man, Al. I'll sleep you, when I'm dead. You got, sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> you got a lot going on, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, there's a ton of other stuff, uh, other stuff that we could possibly talk about, but I kind of really wanted to highlight your book and and, and the uh, lyrics uh, guru game, and also the fact that you've been on Shark Tank and stuff like that. So Al is moving, you guys. If you don't, you know, know, I would say, you know, when you listen to this podcast, uh, do some research on Mr. Al Jones and uh, really, really support his book. And uh, look up his game. I did look it up on Apple because I did want to see whether or not if it was on there. Okay. And, and in fact, it is 
on their on the app store. And Apple just doesn't let anything in. Just so you guys know, you know they, they don't. Yeah, it's it's kind of tough. You know, your the submission process and everything uh, is tough. But once you get uh, once you get clearance from them, hey, it's a it's it's a go after that. At I that agree. Point. Yeah, <laughs> and that's another conversation in itself. <laughs> right, right, it's absolutely. But yeah, man, absolutely. So it's 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 been a, a real pleasure, real joy having you on the show. I want to get in one last piece. You kind of mentioned it early in the opening, and that was your your confessions from quarantine. Okay. A bit. You kind of kind of talk about what that you know what that is again. You like I said, you mentioned it just a little bit in the, in in the introduction, the okay. beginning of the the podcast. But how did that come about again? It's always how did that come about? What's the basis for it? And what is there going to be like any kind of spinoff or, or are you going to be doing this like on a professional uh, level or something like that? On confession, the show is called Confessions from the Quarantine and it's a social service and advice column that's broadcast every Saturday from 2 o'clock p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I posted initially on my personal Facebook page so the listeners that are out there that are interested in checking it out, you can join in live if you want from my personal Facebook page. And the full URL is HTTP colon HTTPS colon slash slash www.facebook.com. And if you want to send a friend friend request to me, handle on Facebook is Alton, A-L-T as in Tom, O-N dot J, middle initial, dot Jones. So facebook.com slash Alton dot J dot Jones. Send a friend request to me. And I think you can even check it out if you're not a friend. So every Saturday from 2 o'clock p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So what happens is on the show, and on the show, you'll see me dressed up as a priest. I've got the black priestly garb and a black gaucho hat. And the motivation, the inspiration for the gaucho hat is from ecstasy from Houdini. Ecstasy had this you know, black gaucho <laughs> hat. Bolero, black, yeah. Yeah, a little bolero kind of hat. So that's where that came from. So with Father Guido Sarducci from the old show Saturday Night Live used to carry a cigar. I decided to kick it up a notch and carry a cigar. So on the show, what I do is... People send to me their daily problems about life, about love, relationships, whatever. Send them to me. They can call, leave a message on the voice line, or they can send an email to me. And then typically what I do is I'll take all the information down and then reply back the following week with a common sense solution. How it came to, came about was an associate of mine said, Al, you know, you've done some acting in the past, you know, you're good talker and whatnot. So have you thought about doing a, an advice column? So I thought, yeah, you know, maybe. So she pitched to me the initial layout of the show to where I would have the same outfit, but it was live. And what would happen is people would contact me live. And when they call into the number, they would have the caller ID blocked, you know, star six, seven, I think it was. And the phone number they would call in, it would be blocked and what they would do is they would confess their sins and the listeners could hear it come in live 
And then in exchange, what I would do is I would provide them an entertaining punishment for their sins. So, I mean, that's a whole different conversation on, on all that. But we did that for a couple of shows. The challenge was I wasn't getting enough live calls in. So after a couple of shows, one of the sponsors of the show contacted me and said, Al, you know, hey, I may consider switching it up a bit. And by doing an advice column, the format that we've got now for season two, that way you can keep it going a little longer. So that's how we switched it up. But initially it was a live call. People would confess their sins, doing whatever. And I would provide them a, uh, an entertaining punishment for the sins, whether it's pulling weeds, pouring cold water over your head because you had some lusty thoughts, all kind of stuff. And you literally had a lot of people calling in on the show. Well, you said you didn't um, initially. For that initially, format, yeah. it, was, it was slow. It was slow. We didn't have, we didn't get enough calls to sustain the show over a long period of time. So I cut my losses on that format and switched it up to the more advice column. That way it will give people more time so they can type something up and call me up, leave a detailed message with their issues, send an email to me with their issues. And that way I can do some research on their problems. For example, recently, there was a, a guy that contacted me and said, hey, Father Al, um, I'm disabled and I'm looking for a disabled girlfriend. Help me out. What you got? I thought, okay. You know, because I pitched helping people find, you know, with their problems about life and love. Well, he called me on it. Yeah. So, you know, help me out with finding some love. So um, I did some research and found that there was four, actually different websites out there for those that have disabilities. He had some issues where, Hey, I want a woman that's it's not in a wheelchair, ADHD. I mean, he gave me a whole laundry list. So I gave him four websites and Hey, wow. hope we hook some, hook somebody up. Wow. Invite me to the wedding kind of thing. That's crazy. So Ain't real, it? <laughs> real quick. I just want to make, you know, I just want to, you know, ask you, because some people, I don't want people to misinterpret anything. Now, with your book, you are not a financial coach, or is is, is that correct? Or you just you just that, basically right. documented right. it? Okay, not perfect. A financial consultant. Perfect. I'm not a financial coach. No formal training like that. Life was my training. Okay, got it. Because I wanted to, you know, have you make that distinction because some some people will be like, well, what do you know, I'm not this life coach. You know, sometimes the story gets spent and it takes a mind, you know, of his own. So I just wanted to make, make that clear. So when people do listen to the show, uh, they do hear that you're just basically documented your journey on yes, how sir. you went from point A to point B and, and not that you were an actual, you know, financial guru or financial coach or anything like that. That I is think, correct. I, yeah. I think that makes a huge difference. Any, any parting words or anything like that, Al? My parting words is if you experience Financial challenges, bill collectors are calling you. Do not, I repeat, do not avoid them because that will make it significantly worse. The other part is others that may not experience or have experienced something along this line that have published books. Um, you've also got people out there like the Dave Ramseys that are out there that are telling people you should pay everything off and be cash only. 
Yeah. In my opinion, that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy because my opinion is that you should manage your debt. Good luck going you know, to the airport and you need to hop on a plane for an emergency with cash. They're going to look at you like you're crazy. Same thing with getting a car or other stuff. So managing your debt, staying within your limit, and having a credit card that is set aside for an emergency. But being totally cash-free, that is absurd. I mean, I wish I wish we uh, lived in a society where credit was an issue. I'm not going to lie. I, I would prefer actually paying cash and paying it off, <laughs> to be totally honest. I, that way I don't have to uh, uh, bother with it. But I do understand that we did, you know, we do live in a, a credit society. You know, everything is pretty much extended on credit and, and your ability to pay it back, pay that money back and stuff like that. So I totally and understand. And it's all based that. on trust. It, you know, in God yeah, we trust. Yeah. It's a trust issue. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally get it, man. But hey, uh, I want to thank you again for being willing to come on the show and give us your stories you know your life experiences and things like that hopefully somebody will be able to listen to this show and you know kind of resonate to what it is that you've done you know with your life and things like that and i would more than likely and you know more than more than likely want to have you back on the show That's cool. talk about pretty much either the same thing or what has actually occurred since you know since we talked on this show Okay. But uh, but uh, this has been the All Things Black Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Black Ovation. Here we talk about a myriad, myriad of, uh, of things. We talk about business opportunities. We talk about education. We talk about, you know, black unity, black love. We talk about all these different things. And Al is on this show, this episode, to definitely talk about his book and his journey for, you know, good credit. And also, don't forget the, the lyrics guru. guru. Uh, which you can find on Apple, Apple and Apple and uh, Apple Apple Store. I'm sorry, and the Google yeah, Play, and, the, and the Google, Google Play Store. Play and look up uh, Lyrics Guru app, app. That is correct. That's probably the fastest way to find it. Got it. Definitely, Alex. Been a pleasure, sir. Pleasure's all mine. All right, another one under the belt. You guys, take care. <laughs>